Well, hello there. Hey. So hey, it's been quite a busy day. Yes, it has. <laughs> An eventful day. You know what? A lot of stuff has come out. A whole new claim to three more people and just a lot of information. Yeah. Um, so we started off the day with a tip uh, that John was mobilizing protesters for today's press conference at possibly the office of the headquarters of uh, city council incumbent candidate Basine Richard. So we took that tip and went to go check it out. So, and sure enough, <laughs> um, there he was in all his glory. <laughs> that was so awesome. Hey, John. <laughs> you called him, you know, and it's it's weird because when, you know, when we first put that out there, when I was like, hey, this is happening, you know, I get messages and people are like, well, where's your proof? Where's your this? And it's like, I think people should understand that, you know, this information that comes out is we, we believe in reliable sources and no one is out trying to create something that's not real. Unfortunately, so many things in our city are real that you can't make this stuff up. And the mayor organizing protesters, he organized protesters, he was caught at Basine's office. Basine is helping the mayor. I hope people understand that she's supporting this guy, regardless of the allegations that have come out, regardless of the claims against her that, you know, employees were being forced to work on her campaign. Same thing with Juan. Like this this morning, I think validated a lot for a lot of people. Yeah, and I I have to be honest with you. We actually heard of this claim um, a couple of days ago that he was actually mobilizing people to support him at a press conference where victims were going to be speaking. Because I was like, it just seems incredulous to me that he would have people there intimidating and bullying the people that are victims of his intimidating and bullying right for everyone to see so i kind of thought there's no way he's doing that it cannot be real but we went on the tip um drove by her campaign office and i personally witnessed folks getting the big high five from john getting in their cars you know, heading towards City Hall, I was able to pull up and get video of him getting back into the scene's office, um, said hello to him, and then followed the protesters straight to City Hall. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is, he, he really is garbage as a human. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just some evil shit right there. Yeah. But that's what he's trying to do is intimidate and, you know, keep people from finding the truth. But unfortunately, you know, a lot, a lot of the information coming out is really damning against him. And it's today, 
you know, not only was he named, but they named an additional council member. And that has, you know, really blown a lot of people, um, you know, taking him for a loop because, you know, this, you know, council member Sandra Barra was, you know, called out today. And, yeah, I, um, you know, I... I didn't realize this when we were posting, but, you know, I, I think I didn't realize people hadn't watched the whole um, council meeting or council meeting, sorry, the whole press conference. And what people have to understand is, you know, we're going to put everything out there. It's not fair for us to just post about Juan, Teddy, Basine and Henry and Sandra, Jim and Fred get a free pass because if, I don't know if you guys have read the claims, but the entire city council has been cl- has been named in the claim of the sexual harassment and the harassment claims uh, against the city. Like they w- are called, you know, competing with this because they saw it or they were, th- you know, there when it happened or they were involved in in some way or another. This hostile work environment and you know, and the sexual harassment. So. I get that people are upset and they don't want to believe this, but that doesn't change what was said and put into the record today. Yeah. And that was for people that hadn't listened to the conference or missed it somehow. That was the revelation about councilwoman Ibarra was made by one of the victims who is a commissioner who was named as a commissioner a few months back, uh, Alyssa Payne. And she, you know, she talked about some of the things that the other woman talked about, how he would want to meet up after hours and putting his arm around her and, you know, unwanted gestures like that. So, but she also said that Councilwoman Ibarra knew about what was happening. So obviously they've been vetted by the attorney because I don't think that the attorney would say that they have a claim or, or they have a case if there wasn't some kind of proof of what happened. That right. said, I will say that I think it's unfortunate that council member Ibarra was um, brought into the mix, but it's, it's kind of... You know, it's kind of, it's one of those things where, like, her her biggest sin is, you know, trying to work with John and and attempting to believe that he's, like, even halfway decent human being. You know, he, he clearly, he used her in the beginning of her campaign. He helped her get elected um, and, you know, made some promises to her and attempted to sway her or sway her vote on on a few occasions in the beginning and you know you can't work with people like that and so I think that you know she's naive and it's unfortunate that she's caught up in this way yes Um, but at the same time too I think that you know, a lot of people, because, you know, it was shared what she had put into a, you know, an admin post with a bunch of other people. And, you know, people are like, well, those are her personal thoughts. And here is the the honest truth. 
Sandra Barra is not a resident like the rest of us in the city of San Bernardino who voices opinions and makes jokes or puts stuff forward. She is an elected representative of the city of San Bernardino and a council member. She has a responsibility to the city, to the people. She has ethics training, sexual harassment training completed. She's a mandated reporter uh, who's bound during some of the closed session, you know, the closed session items, not to speak and put this information out. And what I think she's making, and she has made over the last year, continual rookie mistakes where she isn't taking, I think, responsibility for her position. And no more free passes. I mean, this today and whatever, you know, one foot on one team. And I've, you know, I've seen it. I, I watch her, you know, I, her, I don't think her only sin is working with John. I think her sin is, is that she doesn't listen. And she's been warned by multiple people in the community, by past elected officials, by current elected officials, like, hey, uh, you're doing too much with too many people. And I think it caught up with her today. And this this is costly. Like, we can't afford what's happening. We can't afford Sandra to do this and put things out that could potentially harm us in this case. We can't afford Juan and Basine knowing that city employees were being forced to work on their campaigns. We financially can't afford these things to happen. And anybody who is aiding in the failure of this city financially and morally needs to go. And I don't care what they've advocated for because I love the animal shelter. I believe you and I have shown uh, that we have stood by Sandra, helped her explicitly with what we could, but we won't have a city animal shelter if we fail. That's going to be outsourced. Our police department's going to be outsourced. Our parks, we will fail as a city if these six people become millionaires over all this stuff. We're yeah. running out of money in two years. Like there is a bigger deal than people's like or dislike for city council members. We have a city to think about. Yeah. And I want people to be clear about that. It's not, no one's picking on anybody. We're asking the council and the mayor and the city administrators to be accountable for well, their job. Well, I think the main thing that people should be aware of is that these are not our thoughts and our words. Right. These are things that are out there through social media, direct messages, through text messages, through emails. All we're doing is posting that information so that people can see it and and decide for themselves. So, you know, I, I don't want to push the narrative too much that it's, you know, obviously everyone on the council did know. And obviously that's very problematic. I mean, I don't want to push the narrative that it's just like one more than the other. They're all guilty, you know, because, oh, yeah. because they all knew at the same time. And the reason why I know that is because as a former person who was on an elected board in an elected body 
the city attorney and the city manager or the CEO of the organization is obligated to share with the council at one time, all at the same time, all the information that they have. So I know that they all knew um, at the same time. Now, having said that, it does seem, it appears like the information from um, Sandra Ibarra, for example, is from after the original complaints were made. Right. Um, not that, you know, that's, I'm just, you know, clarifying for people so that they know the timeline of that. And, um, but, you know, we still have other problematic council members. We have Jim Mulvihill, who has not said really very much. Um, we have, you know, Fred Charette, who has repeated his stupid misogynistic bullshit about one of the victims not being pretty enough to be, you know, harassed and other stupid things that he has said. And we have Teddy, who's been completely quiet as the mayor pro tem. He should be really speaking out against this. And, you know, he has not. So they're all weak. They're all weak. And they all have no political will to do the right thing. No, and you know what, this excuse that they, you know, people say, well, they've been talked to by the city attorney not to come forward. Well, you know what? (laughs) You don't Um, have to come forward with an opinion or um, anything on the case to, to, to present to the city council a policy amending the municipal code to do something about removing the mayor, maybe not from office, but definitely put, putting him on leave or making him recuse himself. None of them has done this, though it's within their power to do so. That's right. And so and that's that- why, it, 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 to me, it's pomp and circumstance. You know, I, I told this to a resident and it's like, okay, Sandra says, you know, gets up and makes a comment, will step down. Well, but what are you doing on the dais? Look, I can make public comments. We all make public comments. You're the elected official. It's not a yeah. public comment. It's really, where is where is the policy and procedures? I said the same thing to Fred Charette. I said the same, same thing to Jim Moldahill. I tried to talk to Teddy about it. It's like, look, everybody's just sitting back saying, oh, I there's nothing anybody can do. And that's... That's which is which is a lie, which I will just say if, if there is an elected official from the city that is saying that there's nothing they can do, that is absolutely 1000 percent unequivocally false. Yes, there is something they can do. It's they don't they choose not to because no one has the political courage to do it. They want the residents to go put this recall together. They you know, I and I've said this to the other council members. Why? Why is it that we have to continually do your job? I don't have faith in the council. I look at them and I think, if if it's still after all of this going to come to a recall, then what good are you guys? Why don't you limit the the finances of the mayor? Limit his travel. Put these protections in place now. He can't even have staff in his office. What is it right. that that he's right. doing? He's isolated like a child who misbehaves in the classroom. And that's because employees do not want to work with him or be around him. I'm really concerned about the young man that came forward because I feel like John's just going to eat him up alive. Yeah. 
you know, and which is, which is, it's going to be hard on him, but it's going to be hard on us too, because we're going to pay for that. Yes. If he fires him or if he starts denigrating him even further or whatever, like if it just, if the, if the situation worsens, that's ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. You know, you're just adding dollars to what you're going to have to settle with him about. I mean, so we're going to pay. Yeah. We're going to pay. We're paying now. I mean, this private investigator put in the, the public records request for how much this outside investigator is costing us per hour, you know, another ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. And they're, from the reports are not cooperating with the, uh, the attorney. So it's like, what do you want the taxpayers to do? And, and the Sun article said it today, uh, you know, in the editorial asking the mayor to resign is we've seen this evidence. Like people act like, you know, th- this is not a court of law. This isn't a criminal case. This is basically breaking the policies and procedures of sexual harassment and, and the laws that exist civilly. Mm-hmm. So this, this notion that, you know, innocent and until proven guilty, the, the receipts, the records, the emails, the admonishments are all public. And, and, you know, for some people, they don't understand because, you know, they haven't seen everything. We've seen a lot and, and we have a lot that we haven't put out there that there's just it's so much. It's like it's literally a full time job tracking and, you know, keeping these people accountable but we have so much more that, I mean, I can't even, it would take, I don't even like uh, constant 24 seven posting and, and maybe in like six months we would have it all posted. It's so much. So, um, you know, we've seen the actual proof. We've seen the evidentiary support. We know what's there and everyone hasn't seen it. When we put out what we can, what we think is most relevant, but we're doing this for a reason. And that reason is to keep the public apprised of what is happening in city hall. That's it. And you know, it's so important. Like that's, that's why like today with, you know, the posting of, of the other stuff and people are so, you know, like, look, if you're not watching all the videos, if you're not, you know, we can only see and do so much. And when we go, we ask our questions, we ask our follow-ups, we put people on the spot to validate the information that they're putting out. And that's something that you as the public can do as well. We're not like superhuman. We don't, we're not like X-Men or anything like, it's just, we, we make it the point, and I know not everybody can be everywhere, but when you can, Come and ask your questions. Make people give you the information that they're saying. Like, if you're going to make a claim, and that's how we've always felt, if you're going to make a claim, you better back it up. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff we we get told that we don't put. I don't think we put. We probably don't put out ninety five percent of the things we're just told because we don't do hearsay. You don't just come and tell us something. And then it just goes out to the world. It's like, okay, well, how can we back this up? Because people are going to ask us for information. If And if we put something out there and you want more information, then, then go do your homework. Don't go find mm-hmm. things that, you know, find your answers. Yeah, we totally vet everything. 
And because there's no way, because I mean, it would be counterproductive for us to be, you know, putting stuff out there that we have no way to confirm or, or prove. So that's not what we're doing. Everything that has been brought to our attention, we very deliberately reach out to City Hall. We ask for memos, correspondence, um, emails, letters, uh, calendars for specific dates, for specific people, um, you know, and so we have, you know, literally thousands of documents. Yeah. And, um, and we keep on requesting them. I mean, we, we still have pending requests that are, that are being put together now. So, um, and it's not just the city. We've, we've also um, requested from the airport authority. We've requested from the county. We, we, so we, we request from all the appropriate because it's all public information that anyone can do. This is not like we're some like, you know, specially trained, you know, <laughs> corruption busters. Right. Um, this is something that anybody could do. And I think, too, it's it's something that I, you guys, as you start looking for this information and coming on things, it's very hard to know more than you can actually say. And I think that's something that sometimes people are, you know, when you get these public records and you're, and you, you get something, you're like, okay, but how does this work or how does it play into it? And that's one of the things I think we try very hard is not to put a conclusion or our own, like, this is what it is at the end of things, because we have, we have so much knowledge and, and take that with when you guys are doing your public records requests and you're finding things out, like, you may want to draw that conclusion for everybody, but you really have to draw it for yourself and then let things play out. And, and that's what I think what I've heard people appreciate most about us is like, Oh, I'm learning a lot. You guys are telling, I didn't, I didn't know that, but we want you to think for yourselves. We want it. This is the, the whole point of this is to educate the public mm-hmm. of San Bernardino to, to become the power that, that we need you to become like, San Bernardino mm-hmm. has to take itself back. Right. And I think that the, because of the emergence of social media, um, it's not to say that, you know, corruption and all these things haven't been happening before. I said, I coined the term earlier that I feel like a lot of people that have worked at City Hall for a long time have been penmanized. Mm. And that is like, they have developed this like, you know, coat of we're just like putting up with whatever we have to because we need to work and get a paycheck. Um, It's not like this is new. This is like this been going on for a while. But now it's so it's so hard to escape it because everything's in real time. Yes. You know, I, I back in the day. I could have shot a video outside of Basine's headquarters, but it would have had to show up either on the news or in the newspaper. Now, I just tweeted that directly to the news media. You know, I put it directly on my page. So that did not always exist. So now as things are more digitized and access to information is out there through social media, you can't escape it. When you're caught, you're caught. And I just have to say that um, 
this morning when when I pulled out my camera and it just to me it was just like classic the look on John's face <laughs> because if there was ever a what the fuck moment <laughs> that was it. that was it <laughs> but um I want to talk about something else that has come out that is really really problematic as well and that is that our mayor is obviously you know he's he's obviously a sexual predator he's sexually harassing women he you know denigrates and berates pretty much all of his employees it's not he's not he's not gender specific on that everyone everyone who's there gets it but also what it has come out is that this mayor is completely homophobic yeah, he well, he's homophobic, but what about that? Un, and it's just unbelievable to me that the not so openly but still gay council member Henry Nichols supports him, and the mayor's running around behind his back calling him a faggot. Wow, what well, in the world? Why do you why do you support this man? He thinks your lifestyle is. I don't know. You're less than you're a subhuman because you're but gay. Here's, here's the thing that threw me off today during the press conference is that the claim that yes, he's homophobic, but that he sexually assaulted a gay staff member that was on a, a non-disclosure that mm. be back real quick this today when I heard that and I, and I'm like, um, what? And the hell is going on? Well, I mean, he's <laughs> look, something's wrong with the guy. He's like, something's wrong with him. He doesn't think right. He just completely inappropriate. Who knows what he did? It could have been something like really um facetious on his part, where you know he might have said or did something really just in making fun of the person's sexuality. But it came it came off as a sexual sort of harassment or assault. I, I, and I don't know. I'm like, and all of this is going to come out if they go to court, which I suspect that he's going to try really hard to settle this privately and cut his losses and do that. But then that would be a shame. And I hope that the council does not let him get away that easy because all of this will come out in the wash in court documents when everyone is subpoenaed. Well, I think you they know? can go after him civilly on his own. My hope is, is the city just takes gets done what it can as the least amount as possible. Because this goes to trial, you're talking bigger rewards. You know, you're talking larger um, monetary claims. So yeah, I mean, and and okay, so and so there's the there's the homophobia, there's the homophobia, mm-hmm. there's the sexual predator, and then there's the I'm just a straight out criminal because John is apparently also running campaigns out of city hall, out of the mayor's office. He's recruiting people to work on campaigns that he supports. He's paying people to do work on campaigns during city uh, staff time. That Mm -hmm. is a felony. And we know this because we saw a couple people do a perp walk when they did it. Um, yeah, Postmas comes to mind. Rex Gutierrez comes to mind. You know, you this is illegal activity. You cannot commingle and mix the two things. If you are an elected official, 
you must not campaign during your in your capacity of mayor or as an elected official that is a big no no and that's apparently what he's doing now the attorney did say that they are working in um you know I don't want to say in conjunction with because they're not working together, but they are cooperating with the office of the district attorney. I suspect that that is something that they're investigating because that that is definitely something that could get him arrested on the spot and and get him indicted really quick. So um, I don't know, like people were yelling, you know, he has protesters yelling, hell no, the mayor won't go. But the mayor might be dragged. Right. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, if they if there's a case, a legitimate case of politicking on city on city time and dime, um, that's a felony. That's punishable by prison. Not jail, prison. <laughs> you know, so so we'll see what happens with that. I mean, but there's just so many like moving parts of like all the bad things that he's doing, you know, um, so many different things. But I do, I do think, you know, like Henry is just, you know, shameless to be supporting, you know, this homophobic mayor that calls him names and talks about his, you know, sexual preferences to people when he is talking about him. Um Wow, I mean, it's just it's just amazing that he that he still supports them. Um, Basine. So, how far back in history, in women's in in black women's um, history, do we go back with Basine, who's literally bought and paid for? He owns her. Like this is a black woman. Do you see? The irony there? Yep. She is owned by this guy. Like, there is no way around it. Like, dude, he bought you. And you let him. And what is that? What is she saying to women? What is she saying to Black people who have a history of being owned? Like, you know what? That's some serious... That is really problematic for a lot of people. In terms of not supporting the women... That that's just like that. we cannot have a person that is so devoid of judgment, you know, representing the city. No, but you got that same thing with Juan. You've got Juan who has taken every uh, thing the mayor has handed him. He supports him. He's been seen running around town with him during this time, and they both are complacent and bought and sold. And yeah. it just, it's unbelievable. Like, yeah, and it is sad because, you know, I mean, these are all pretty much, you know, look, Henry's in a marginalized class, Basine's in a marginalized class, so is Juan. You know, mm-hmm. John just thinks he can just, I don't know, just do all these things with these people and, and, and they just go along with it because I guess because they're so, you know, power hungry that they stay in their positions. But they're not helping the city at all. Like, I don't, what has any of them accomplished? Nothing. We're in dire financial trouble. We have no progressive 
policies going forth to boost our economy. They're trying to rely on raising our taxes to get us out of this hole. And in the last year, like what, what has come about anything? Cause you know, the animal shelter wasn't saved. It's just the outsourcing fell through. So John didn't have any other options. Like no one stepped up and came up with some new reform for that. They've spent, you know, yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars on a roof, but you know, there's no good management. McCumber is still yeah, there. I mean, we still have these people who kill animals on the spot without due process, you know, who treat the people who visit the shelter like crap. I mean, Obviously, we have a lot of issues still with the animal shelter. It's not that problem has not been solved. Um, That's it. So, but, but when we look at our, when we look at these things, when we look at the eight hundred thousand dollars that came in because a bridge burned down, and they treated it like they were going to revitalize all the parks, and it, it, who can say that their life is better in San Bernardino now today than it was a year ago? Like, what great something has happened here? So, and I still have a question. That James Ramos brought $3 million to get a general plan together in this city. Where are our town halls? Mm-hmm. Where, where is the productive sessions around getting a plan together for the city? Nothing. All, everything comes to a halt because John is too busy sexually harassing people and then hiring people to defend his actions. That's what he's spending his time on. Yeah. Not one single thing he's done for the city. And, you know, Pete Aguilar posted publicly twice now. Once he said, hey, if this is true, then he's going to have to resign. Now, today he's come out and said, I've heard enough. This is a pattern. Right. I'm convinced that this shit went down. And he needs to resign immediately. Where's James Ramos? He he endorsed Basine. He endorsed Juan. He's buddy buddy with John. So where, well, where's everybody? Well, that's I mean that's the question. Where? But these two are you know this is our current assembly person, and where where are these people starting to speak out and saying hey, you know we're all elected officials and this looks this is bad. We're seeing what's happening. Like thank you. Every single state legislator should come out openly and denounce all these things that have come out and should say that the mayor needs to resign for the good of the city. They really do need to hold him accountable. Right. And you know what? Let's talk about real quick. um, Damon Alexander, and I'm going to get his name wrong. Mike, for the fifth ward, I can't, I can never get his name. Avanalada. Yeah. Um, you know, both today said the same thing about their feelings, which were, you know, in the midst of this, that John should step aside and step down and allow Teddy to be the, you know, proceed over the meetings. It's become too much of a distraction for the city. And should the findings come out that he did all of this stuff officially, he should resign. And that's from two people that I'm got Esmeralda Negretti has said the same thing, but she's called for John to resign for quite a while. But you've got Damon Alexander, Mike, and Esmeralda who are running for office. Brian Davidson said the same thing in the fifth. And uh, so these people are willing to step up and speak out. Yeah. 
I mean, it shouldn't be that difficult. Look, you don't have to be an elected official in this city. I got told today, like, oh, you know, what you're doing is not going to be popular. I'm not here to be popular. I've got I've got my own friends. Telling the truth does not require an elected official title. Doing the right thing may not be popular. Speaking out may not be popular, but it's still the right thing to do. And that's what people have to grow up and realize we're, we're grown people. We're not in high school anymore. And if that's your mentality is a high school popularity contest, that's why this city fails. Cause this isn't a prom King or queen. These are elected officials who affect our lives daily. Yeah. And, and again, it's like people need to really understand. And I cannot stress this enough. We are not making this up. We are simply posting information that falls into our hands. <laughs> like, we, we're not, we're not the ones, right? I mean, you can, you, you, you can shoot the messenger, but it doesn't change the message. Cause all someone else is going to do is pick it up and deliver it. And it's not like I told people today, you may not like that Sandra was named, but that video clip's not going to change. You know, you yeah, and we, we didn't name her. You did not name her. No, no, that was the the, and that's the thing is people have to really pay attention to the information. You know, if you're going to comment on threads and 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 cease, like that's the whole purpose of this is here was the original video, and then we were asked questions, so we post. I posted in response to that, and you know, coming into a play halfway through, you've missed the first part. Yeah. And that's that's just in life. So, you know, I, I I'm not happy to hear about Sandra. That's not what I want to hear. That's not the person, you know, who that that's just not that's not a good thing. None of this is a good thing. I think people like none of us are cheer. I'm not cheering that John has sexually harassed anybody or that Teddy and Juan because people and have been hurt by it. People's lives <laughs> have been negatively affected by his misdeeds and our lives as taxpayers and residents are being negatively affected by his actions and misdeeds and so this is not you know we're all victims and you know what that's why i take issue with what Sandra said about worrying more about john's wife and his kids i'm sorry john hasn't given a shit about anybody's families or the people that he's hurt and these family members of his, you know, they're trying to block posts on Facebook and support him and out there chanting for him. Yeah. What about Gigi, who ended up in the hospital, whose wife died, you know, struggling when they cut her pay and Gary when they cut his pay and he's trying to make it through and Andrea, who hasn't been able to have a job and he calls her corrupt and he's, they won't pay her out. And now these kids who have lost, they're not kids, but young people who have lost their jobs. We're Where's their concern for their families? You think their par- these people are plastered on the news because of this guy? I'm sorry, but he did that to his family. Yeah, there that he victimized his own family, and that's not that's that's that's, that's why my issues. <laughs> that's why the the horrendous action that he took today is so disturbing. Because, dude, you're accused of harassing. And intimidating and bullying 
and being just, you know, a grade A asshole. But now, just to double down on how much of a jerk you are, you send people that you paid to go and speak up for you. And all you're doing is proving you're a shithead. Like, you're... What, <laughs> come on. And then with their fancy signs, you know, who paid for those signs? I better find that on his 460. Did he pay right. for that? Or it better be an in-kind from the scene. We're going to be looking for that. So neither one of them can, you know, can can get away with not reporting. They don't report a lot of stuff. We already know that he gets gifts. He doesn't report them. Basine does the same thing. But you yep. know what? They need to report this because either Basine, who is hosting this out of her headquarters. Yep. It's a political event. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and. Uh, it's just frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's frustrating what he's doing, and but he's showing who he is, and we already knew. And I just really quickly wanted to say that Treasure and I have had a conversation in the past because there, there was a moment in in time a while back ago when a conversation was on Facebook, one of the pages, and um, one of the victims, Ali Payne actually said something in defense, sort of in defense of the mayor, not not too much, but just, you know, sort of just saying, you know, hey, you know, we got to take it easy on him or whatever. Something slightly like, you know, on his team, right? Mm -hmm. Well, shortly after that, we noticed that he invited her to his office for a private meeting. Because as we know, John trolls our pages. Yes. And, or he used to when he had a Facebook page. And so he, and now he has his, apparently he has his mom doing it. But so he trolls our pages. So we know that he, that he knows what we're doing and saying. So he called her to his office. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, he makes her a commissioner. Like how transparent are you about your, the prey that you pick on? Right. He saw, okay, she's kind of on team John. Let me grab her, pluck her from the community and, you know, and then, you know, proceed to harass and, and victimize her as well. Yep. And, and we saw that coming. <laughs> like we talked about it. We're like, Oh, poor girl. She's like, yeah. hey, and you know what? We, we can warn and we can say, Hey, but I think, you know, and, and now we hear it a lot from people is like, wow, we just thought you guys didn't like, the mayor we just thought you were after him it's like hey you know we just call it the way we see it and what he when i saw what he was doing during my election i knew something was wrong and when he told me you know what i can if what what do you want to do if if you don't run i'm sure we can find you something else to do i thought wow like it, this it was is that good. coupled with the thing that he did with Gigi when he called her in and told her, what the fuck is it going to take to get rid of you? Yep. Oh, really? Because <laughs> that's when, you know, we heard that. We were like, oh, hey, so that's who he is. He's that guy. Yep. Um, and I remember that the meeting where her and Gary had got their pay cut. Uh, it was some situation where Sandra had said something in the parking lot. And John was walking out of the meeting. And... You know, Gigi had just lost her pay and, and all that stuff happened. 
And the mayor was laughing. Like, you know, he just think it's like really funny that Gigi, who had a dying partner, was going to lose her pay. You know, that's some like, you know, you how many of you saw the Joker? Mm-hmm. That's some Joker status next level crazy right there. He, you know, he, this is how he, this is who he is. And it was then for me personally that I was like, well, he needs to be called out. And yeah. then, and from there, it was just, it was, it just all f- fell into our laps. And then, you know, and so that's what, and that's how this all happened. This has not been like a d- deliberate crusade against John. It, 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 it's just that he's, we knew he was a liar with a shelter. He personally told me before I supported him that he was going to save the shelter, keep it in San Bernardino. That was an issue for him and a priority. And I was also stupid enough to believe him. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I voted for him. I put up one of his big, fat, horrendous signs in my front yard. You know, so we're all duped. Yeah. You know, so... And, and I guess this is just, you know, I, I said it before, this is kind of like me doing this is kind of my way of like apologizing to the residents of San Bernardino for, you know, supporting this corrupt, evil, homophobic predator. And, you know, so that's, that's where we are. Well, keep up the good work. No, you keep up the good work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So San Bernardino, we we're just trying to like work this all out with you guys. We're, we're just trying to create a better space for ourselves, for our kids, for the community, and John does not fit into that narrative. He he's not he just doesn't and he needs to go. He needs to resign and I've said it, you know, several times. He he can stay or he can resign. He's either going to let go or be dragged. And, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to continue um, and and we're going to continue to call him out and produce evidence of his inappropriate dealings. And he can die a death of a thousand cuts. That's fine. Either way, he is going to go. After March 3rd, we are going to have a serious conversation about recalling him. That's going to be the next step because if March 3rd comes and his minions are back in office and the residents of San Bernardino make that huge mistake, we're going to have to fix that. <laughs> we won't have a choice because they won't hold him accountable just like they yeah. are now. So, exactly. You so, know, that's a big undertaking, but the residents, we will ha- we got to do it you know we have there has someone has to step up and be a leader in the city if the council's not going to do it exactly and and if the residents are not paying enough attention because i think that social media is good for putting stuff out there but it's not necessarily an, an indicator of what folks really know out in the community so but fortunately this situation has put john on the news and so more households are getting information about John, but they not might not necessarily be linking him to his supporters and his, um, you know, three votes on the council. 
Right. For County Teddy, sorry. And I'm not sure where Teddy stands, so at this moment in time. But we're just going to keep it real, guys. That's all we can do. Real talk. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to roll up on you when you're at the scene's office and be like, hey, John. (laughs) (laughs) That's the clip of the day. (laughs) Yeah. All All right, right, guys. guys. Keep it real. Bye. Okay, bye.